Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, kinda, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some snacks. And I get very high. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I'm the industry baby. <gasps> no, you're not. It's me. It's I me. am. No. <laughs> no, I'm Brianna. And Titanic is on Netflix, so let's fucking go. That's a, that's a, that's a banger. <laughs> it's a whirlwind of emotion. And today we'll be watching Netflix's 2021 American slasher film. There's someone inside your house. There's no exclamation point. I don't know why I did that. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Uh, please go check out Doflix. It is me and Max's podcast where we just do cool stuff and things sometimes we talk about movies from the we week we talk shit about me we talk shit about brianna a lot uh, sometimes we watch a movie and talk over it sometimes we talk about marvel stuff it's like a it's like a grab bag over there it's a real good time really really good show um brianna has been on a few times you enjoy dope flicks brianna you're a regular listener over there correct I listen to it when I'm at work, and the funny thing is, I have missed a few episodes, so I was updating myself the other day, and so I was out delivering the mail listening to it, and then it got to the Cry Macho episode, and I didn't realize that, like, it was a, a watch with us one, and so I was like, wow, there's a lot of silence. Did I, like, press pause? What's going on? Did my <laughs> headphones disconnect? <laughs> yeah, I might have to add a... And then I went, oh, might right. might have to add a video component to, to those ones. It's a, it's a work in progress, but uh, but people seem to like it regardless. <sighs> uh, before we get into the episode, also, I just want to shout out some, some locations, Brianna, as I've been doing the last few weeks. I like shouting out the location. Just want to give people a little, like... I have a shout out. Well, how you doing? All right, why don't you give your shout out before I give my shout out? My shout-out is actually a person. It's a new listener, my mailman. Oh, shout-out shout out Brianna's mailman. That's awesome. The mailman love over there. We support our boys in blue, the real boys in blue. Uh, we do, yes. We sh- Thank you for delivering all my mail and all my packages during the pandemic last year, not knowing me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, shout-out <laughs> Shizuka Japan. We also love the, mail- the mailman there. Um, we also love them in Conwall, Australia. Conwall, Australia. That was a good one. Thanks. That one was bad. Uh, we we also love the mailmen in Romulus, Michigan, um, and Woodenville, Washington. We see you. You're out there. We see. Woodenville, Washington. Yeah. What would be a? I'm from Washington. I don't know. No, that was bad. <laughs> Tidbits. <laughs> The movie of the night, ladies and gentlemen, is There's Someone Inside Your House, based on the horror novel of the same name from 2017 by Stephanie Perkins. I do not want to speak <clears throat> poorly of Stephanie Perkins. I'm sure she's a wonderful person. And she's also uh, accomplished in her field, unlike myself. But her, she sounds familiar. Her, Did she? No, no. I don't know if you've ever seen anything that she's done. Her Wikipedia makes her sound very sus, like sus as fuck. Okay, it says in quote, and I quote: During her formative years, she lived in Arizona with her family and attended universities in California and Georgia. That's weird. Okay, so she is an author, strictly. It sounds like she wrote it about herself. Her her first book, well, so this is like the fourth book, I think, that she wrote. Her first book was called Anna and the French Kiss. I just saw a picture of her, and I'm 
Like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> the sequel to Anna and the French Kiss is called Lola and the Boy Next Door. And then the sequel to Lola and the Boy Next Door, which was a New York Times bestseller, is called Ela and the Happily Ever After. So this woman is a New York Times bestseller. Her fourth book was then optioned by Netflix, probably as soon as she wrote it, because she hit the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, they they sound like Magic Treehouse books for young adults, for young adult women, and I, I really hate it. Did you see what the next one is called? Uh, I, 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 <laughs> what is the name? What is it? The woods are always watching. <laughs> this... Do you think eventually if you say them all in order, it'll make like a whole nother sentence? I don't know. This lady's popping out some panty scrapers, though. Um, I don't know what's going on in the brain of Stephanie okay, Perkins. Yeah, no, I've never read any of these books. Never. No, mind, Brianna, sorry. I don't think you've ever read a book called Anna and the French Kiss. What? No, her name sounds a lot more like it sounds a lot more like a young adult book i've read either way i'm sure she's lovely i'm sure she's obviously she's very talented but i the the, the wikipedia you got to get somebody work on your wikipedia i don't know what's going on over there uh either way this is the first movie that she has adapted that has been adapted into this is the first book however i'm sorry i'm very high um (laughs) there's someone inside your house is the only movie that has been adapted so far i'm assuming that she'll get more adapted but we'll see it's being produced by james wan brianna Okay, but he has nothing else to do with it. This is just, he's just producing. And he was like... He is? Yeah, yeah, he is. He, Him and the person who is also producing Stranger Things. They teamed up to produce this movie. Uh, well, I hope James Wan doesn't let us down again. I hope, well, he, well, he didn't last time. Malignant, if anything, remember? Remember? That, okay, yeah, that one was, that was pretty We good. didn't see that coming. That was the best movie we've seen in the year. What are you talking about? We gave that a very high score. We loved Malignant. I think about that, well, I think about that weekly, that movie. I think about the laugh you did in Old, in the episode that we, <laughs> you see like a really creepy cackle and it like haunts me. <laughs> uh, this movie is written by Henry Gaydon, who wrote Shazam! And the new one, oh. he's also writing the new one with The Rock coming out, uh, the one who, where The Rock is playing Black Adam. So those are the most, mm-hmm. well, that's the most well-written movie in the DC universe, in my opinion. So, okay, that's, you know, got some talent there. Directed by Patrick Ohido. Bryce, who directed Creep. Did you ever see Creep, Brianna? No, I want to, but I haven't seen it yet. I've heard the second one isn't as good. The second one is not as good, but the first one is stellar. Fantastic film. Okay, that's probably who I heard it from then. Enjoyable, enjoyable, <laughs> enjoyable first time I saw it, that's for sure. I want in those movies where you only have to watch it once. The movie itself, uh, this one, I mean, it stars one teen from a freeform show and then like a bunch of other teens not from freeform shows. So, I'm not gonna lie, freeform only slaps uh, during the 31 days of Halloween. Well, other than that, I don't really need Freeform. <laughs> well, the, the teen from the Freeform show is from Pretty Little Liars. And as far as I know, that's one of the more popular Freeform shows that's ever come out, right? Yeah. Do you know what that whole show was about, though? And do you know how it ended? No, and no. Oh, well, I'm going to give you a spoiler on the Pretty Little Liars from what I read on the internet. There was a show about this girl who was like 
there was a group of four girls. One of them died, or there was a fifth one that died. I don't know. And she, like, came back and seeked revenge on her friends. And she was like, I know you did it. You killed me, blah, blah, blah. And then, I don't know, I guess the girl never died. She was a twin or something. And then there was, like, this one of them was in high school, and she fell in love with her teacher. And it was like, what? What the hell? What? And, uh, yeah, so, spoiler, she wasn't dead. Well, I know that show. I know that show definitely wasn't fire because it was on free form. No offense, but uh, I just call myself a pretty little liar. That's about it. I'm an ugly little minx. That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're an ugly little liar. <laughs> the principal photography for this movie began in Canada in August of 2019 and finished a year later, 354 days longer than The Guilty took to film Brianna. Just for the record. I do understand that it probably was paused because of COVID, but still, just always remember no. that the guilty took no. eleven days. Things didn't to pause film. for COVID. <laughs> yeah, the guilty. The guilty. They didn't pause for COVID. The guilty took eleven days to film, and it shows in every which way. Sp- <laughs> I was reading that people really liked the guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the fuck could have liked that piece of shit, dog shit, garbage ass, cum dumpster movie. Ugh. Um, speaking of all those bad words, though, the, the, the ratings and reviews for this movie do not bode well. At the time of this recording, it has a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb based on 13,000 reviews. It has a 47% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 34 reviews. And Brianna, it has a 19% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not great. So we are in for a treat. Yeah, there's no Metacritic (laughs) score. It is not even on Metacritic yet. It did come out today. Is it on Facebook? No, it's not on Facebook. Google users, though, the hogs, 64%. That's what we're working with this week. So not great numbers. Not great numbers. I will Uh, say I am excited because this is the first movie we reviewed that categorizes itself as a slasher film. We have not watched a slasher film yet specifically and i do like myself a slasher film it is supposed to be in the vein of a friday the 13th a nightmare on elm street but also crossed with like john hughes movies i thought that was a weird concoction of things but oh my god as long as we see some you know blood. What i think is a weird you know what I think is a weird concoction? What? You know Riders of Justice, the movie we watched with Mads Mikkelsen? Of course. I was scrolling through Hulu the other day, and it was a suggested as for comedy fans, and I went, I don't think that was a comedy at all. <laughs> so Hulu thinks that Riders of Justice is a comedy, so if it's gonna, I don't know what it would define this movie as if it was on Hulu. <laughs> we See, we but can't trust I, the internet because The Father was also a comedy. The Father was a dark comedy. Riders of Justice parts was pretty of it funny. Were funny. Riders of Justice was like not that great though in like a funny way. Like The Father we laughed because, I don't know, we're mean. But <laughs> Riders of Justice was... We were laughing at like an old funny. man with dementia. Rise of Justice, I laughed because my English subtitles and, like, dub was hilarious. Oh, like Squid Games. Squid Games dubs. Heard those Squid Games du- uh, dubs are garbage. We're watching the bad version of oh, Squid Games. Oh, really? Yeah. I watched a whole TikTok In today a... about this woman being like, you're missing everything. This is all bullshit. 
It's in Korean on Netflix, though. Yeah, but even the subtitles are garbage. Well, the subtitles are English. I mean, I don't speak Korean, sadly, but everything seems pretty ship-shaped to me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Tidbits or uh, expectations, Brianna, for what are we watching? There's someone inside your house. Well, shockingly, I couldn't really find too much about the movie online other than the less than stellar reviews that were also far and few. Uh, I uh, don't have any tidbits, but I am. I was excited before you started talking about it. And then I kind of wasn't excited. But then you started talking about James Wan, and I was like, okay, all right. So I am relatively excited. If they're slashing and dashing, right? If we're getting some good old cutsies, whatsies, we'll be good to go. <laughs> Cutsy, whatsies, and the buttsies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I need some butt cuts. Ooh. Do you want to bring us the synopsis of the night? Yeah. Do you, you ready? Yeah, do you do you have a is it sponsored this week? <sighs> oh. The synopsis of this movie will one day be sponsored by the Jackery solar powered generators. You got to sell But until you, you got to sell it a little bit. <laughs> until about. that day. Well, that was that wasn't the that wasn't the plug. Oh, that okay. was just me preparing. Oh, okay. But one day it will be it will be sponsored by the Jackery because one day I'll be living in my car and um, unemployed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but one day I'll be, I'll have the Jackery and it's a backup battery for the outdoors powered by the sun. It's clean and safe and quiet. Is that the plug? I feel I like you know, gotta I come feel in. Bad that I just, I just crap, I just shit on like homeless people, <laughs> not homeless people, just people that live in their cars. I feel like you gotta come in and be like, "Hey, everybody, this is Brianna from Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags," and let me tell you something. I just got myself the Jackery because I am living in my car and I am unemployed, and I gotta tell you, I am loving it. Charge up your phone, your little mini fridge, everything. When your wife kicks you out, make sure you have the jackery handy. And then we See, get it. No, then I don't, don't like want to be negative. The, you know, like I don't want to be negative because I don't want them and then to we listen go, to this and then have them be like, "Oh my god, they're making fun of Ken." Well, you, YouTube. You could be like, you could just be like, and we need the jackery because. No one lights it up like the Jackery. And we'll do like a whole thing. Like oh my gosh. I just went on the Jackery website to look at how much they are. And holy moly, we really need this sponsor. Because if I'm going to ever want another one, boy, I am going to need some help. <laughs> Give me the synopsis, you dumb bitch. <laughs> do you want to know how much the one that Ken has costs? How much? $999. Uh, that's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Homeless bitch. No, I'm just kidding. That's mean. That's that's horrible. Just kidding. Just kidding to my just kidding. Brianna, give me the synopsis. I'm getting... I'm becoming... <laughs> fingers crossed. I'm <laughs> becoming impatient and starting to care less and less about the homeless population throughout America. This is because you ate Wendy's and now you're all fired up. No. No. I didn't eat Wendy's. It's a lie. Mm -hmm. I'm fired up because I'm 
I'm hot about the homelessness issue in America. That's why I'm losing patience, because I'm just so hot about it. Okay, Because I, well. I care so much. I have so much care. Okay, well, stop talking so I can give the synopsis. Okay. The graduating class at Osborne High is being targeted by a masked assailant intent on exposing the darkest secret of each victim, and only a group of miss it- <laughs> Fuck. Misfit outsiders can stop the killing. Solid. Okay. So it's a movie about it's a movie about Jared from Subway who stalks a bunch so of high school movie, kids. So it's the movie. I think it's like Scream 7. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll let everybody know. We're going to go we're going to go watch the shit. Grab your bongs and your bowls and your mints and your fucking sh- all your shit and in 3 2 1 <laughs> And we're back from watching uh, witty name to be placed in later. Uh, Brianna, we just watched uh, There's Someone in Your House. What did you think? There's someone inside your house. There's, what did you think? Okay, my main takeaway from this movie was why was it called There's Someone Inside Your House? Well, because there was always somebody inside your house. But there was like there. Okay, I don't want to get in the spoiler zone, but there was many other titles that I can't think of right now. But there was just so many better things out there to call it than there's someone inside your house. And I just I don't that didn't make any sense to me the whole time I was watching the movie. And the movie was overall like it was pretty it's pretty good. I don't think. I ever want to see it again, but it kept me entertained for about an hour, even though the movie's an hour and 36 minutes. Um, I would knock that down to entertain me for 45 minutes. But other than that, like, why was it called the, why was it called this? I mean, why was it made? Is there something from the book that we're missing? I want to start off, I'm going to start off by saying that I didn't hate it. I, I, I didn't even dislike it. It was, uh, it was entertaining, more entertaining than last week's, that's for sure. Holy fucking shit. Last week's movie sucked, and I will forever base everything we watch on this show based on the guilty. It's just... It, yeah, last week we had to entertain ourselves. Um, <laughs> There's a Nazi bong scene in this, so, so, <laughs> so there's like, there's that. Uh, it's a whole Nazi memorabilia scene, actually, so I don't know what the hell's wrong with Stephanie Perkins. Yeah, I don't... There, a, lot of to- a lot of weird 2021 political undertones in this movie, and I wasn't really for it. She kind of... She kind of placed those in weird ways. I don't know if that was in the screenplay or the actual book, but I don't want to say they went heavy-handed on it. But Brianna, I mean, it was clearly right. They like did. it was, it was. They were very gratuitous. With it, it was clearly well sewn into the message. What? <laughs> speaking of the message, overreached on that for sure. Spoiler zone. Uh, I mean, like. The very end, the you can't get in there. No, right I'm not. Now. I'm not going to get in there right now. But at the end, the killer kind of has a monologue that really gets into like white privilege, and you're like, "What? <laughs> what's what's happening now? <laughs> Where did this come from?" Um, there's a what's up with the old Uber driver in this thing? What was going on with that? That was weird. There were some weird character choices in this. The, the like the symbolism in this Brianna atoning for your sins. Like that, there was a lot of message in this movie, and it felt very, very sh- just well, shoehorned in there. It was a young adult there. book. It needed to have messages. In it. 
What was Stephanie Perkins thinking when she was writing this thing? She was like, hey, yeah, I'm going to get those. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the conservatives. <laughs> I think Stephanie Perkins secretly wants the 10th largest Nazi collection. Oh, 100%. I think... She's probably like top 20. That's why she's pissed. This movie is just one big projection. <laughs> she's like, I want more Nazi memorabilia. She's like, I'm about to own some old white guys. Well, Stephanie Perkins, I hate to blame, I hate to t- uh, tell you this, but like, definitely no old white guys will ever watch this movie. So like, I don't know. No, they wouldn't get it. I, yeah, no one's. But outside of that stuff, outside of that, outside <laughs> of outside of the bullshit message and the romance scenes, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't. The team. The team parts were boring as hell. So be prepared for that right off the bat. They're they're extremely boring. And by teen parts, I mean Maybe the if you're a teen, like you it seems more relatable, but we're just old teenagers. Well, I specifically <laughs> I specific We're former teenagers and it's just bad. I specifically mean the teenage part the teenage romance parts. Which which even as a teenager I didn't fully enjoy teenage romance in movies. I don't know if girls did would grow like i but i i sure didn't like i would watch those movies but i didn't enjoy the like the the romance part of it like shallow hal loved watching shallow hal didn't really love the romance part of shallow hal you know what i'm saying that was the whole movie <laughs> it, was a bad, it was a bad example <laughs> shallow hal just sucks no shallow hal's fine it's okay uh, I do know one thing. Brianna is in the line of racist podcasters to get theirs. You'll see. You'll see. Right? <laughs> you gotta watch what I say. Racist podcaster really gets gotten us, and it it uh, puts us podcasters, keeps us on our toes, makes us vigilant about about you libs and your PC ness. Uh, so watch out. Don't let it happen to you. Right, Brianna? Libs. I think I'm an ally. I, think I'm, I'm... <laughs> I hope we're both allies. I don't have Nazi bongs. I don't have Nazi memorabilia. And so that should already make me an ally. You, If you don't like Nazis, you're already an ally. What if someone gave you the Nazi bong and you didn't know that it was a Nazi piece? Well, then you're, it's ignorance is bliss. That's rule number one in life. And you like enjoyed it. For, I don't know, a couple nights. And then they were like, oh, by the way, how'd that Nazi bong go? And you'd be like, what? I'd be like, well. But you'd be like, it hit so good. Would you get rid of it or would you keep it? I'd need context. And just not say a word. I'd need context. Would you never talk to that person again? Be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's cool. Okay. I'm never talking to you I'm, again. And I'm just going <laughs> to use this and say it's a trumpet. Okay, I'm going to. From the no, no, no. American Revolution. Well, here, let me answer, you, you, you goddamn bitch. Uh, I would never smoke out of just, like, some metal, like, some gun. Like, that would be fucking weird. I don't like that. But, and this might be, uh, maybe a bit touchy, but if you're, if, if, if I got a glass, someone gifted me a glass bong, like, a really nice glass bong, and then I used it, and then they, like, a week later, they were like, hey, by the way, that was Hitler's bong. I'd be like, holy shit, what? I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, I feel like I'd keep it. 
I feel like I would keep it, right? Like, Would you keep it and like flaunt <clears throat> it or would you keep it and keep it very quiet? I will, I'd be like, oh, this is Hitler's bong. I don't know. I don't know if I would hit out of it because that would be I feel like that. I feel like if I used it, it would be fucked up. But maybe if I kept it in my closet and then brought it out, and was like, yo, you want to see something fucked up? And then they're like, yo, this is Hitler's bong. And they'd be like, what? How did you get Hitler's bong? And be like, it was gifted to me from a genie. There was a whole thing of wishes. And they're going to be like, yeah, I think you got duped, man. No, because <laughs> it was a genie situation in this world and there were wishes involved. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, wait, that... But if it's something well, that... funny like a bong, yeah, I could see where you'd be like, I'd want to keep it. But if it was like, this was Hitler's personal stabbing knife, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I take back that it was a genie wishing situation because that would infer that I had then wished for Hitler's bong. And in fact, <laughs> I don't... Wi- I don't. Yeah, and I'm the one that needs to be worried. I'm not okay. looking for, to use Hitler's bong. I'm just saying that if it was gifted to me, I might use and then keep it to show off to guests. Like, do you want to you use my bong or do you want to use Hitler's bong? And like most people, I'm now wondering if I meet a genie, I can ask for this now, and it's not weird. <laughs> this was the movie, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is this is this is what we got for you. But yeah, if I came over to your house and you'd be like, Brianna, I know you you don't smoke, but this is Hitler's bomb. You use like, it. You'd be like, I'd at least want to see it. Yeah. I'd want to see it. Like okay, and and in this situation, obviously, there's no like swastika on it. Because if someone gave me a bong and there was a swastika on it, I'd be like, no, nah, I don't want that bong. Like, I don't. No, you would 100% know that that wasn't Hitler's bong. It's totally fake. Why would he put a swastika Exa- on it? Exactly. I like it would be very subtle. Yeah. It would be very shiny, I imagine. Yeah, I'd probably have, like, the a painting of his mother on it or something weird like that. Or it'd be, like, a penis. I bet Hitler <laughs> jacked off to his mom. I bet that was some shit he did. That just sounds like some Hitler shit. I don't know. Anyway, Brianna, how many popcorn bags you give in this movie? <laughs> Um, there's someone inside your house out of 50 popcorn bags. I would give it about an 18 out of 50 popcorn bags with a, yeah, recommendation if you're into slasher films. Yeah, I'm about, I'm around the same, same ballpark. I'm giving it a 20 out of 50 popcorn bags with a yes recommendation. It's entertaining. It's good enough for spooky season. There are there. I mean, it's on Netflix. Yeah, there's some blood. There's some slashing going on. It kept me and Brianna on our toes. The mystery was good enough to where we were like, "Oh, could it be this person? Could it be this person?" So it wasn't it wasn't bland in that way. The dialogue wasn't fantastic. The acting was actually not not bad at all. I I personally didn't have a problem with that whatsoever, Brianna. I mean, in terms of like teen, no, the acting was pretty decent. Yeah, and and, and when you compare it to say another teen movie I watched, he's all that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> the acting in this movie was leagues better than that movie. It's because they have people that actually want to be actors, not Addison. Yeah, right? that's 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 a good point. So so I would say it's entertaining. Sorry. I would say check it out. I would say that it's definitely a Halloween movie you can watch. To be honest, it's no scream. It's essentially Scream with a bad romance storyline in it and weird symbolism. Right, Brianna? It's it's Scream with bad romance and symbolism. Yeah, it has that like Scream feel of like they're making fun of scary movies where you're like, yeah, you know, it has kind of that vibe, I suppose. But yeah, it's not very good. I wouldn't even compare it to, like, the other Screams that came out after, like, Scream 2. 
it's just, uh, it's there. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. Wouldn't run to see it necessarily. Like, if you haven't finished Squid Games yet, I would watch Squid Games first, and then I would hit this up right around the time of, like, Halloween. But I would also watch, like, Fear Street over this again. Uh, yeah, but if you're looking for a new movie, if you're like, oh, I want a new, I want yeah. a new Halloween movie if to watch. If you're looking for this is, a new Halloween movie, this is a, this would be a fa- fantastic. I, I don't want to say fantastic, a fine date night movie, <laughs> a fine Netflix and chill night movie, one hundred percent. Yeah, I guess you throw it on, yeah. be entertained. Yeah, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> Spoilers though. But <laughs> favorite parts. But it was good. Favorite parts, at least favorite parts, Brianna. Why don't you start me off with your favorite parts? I'm gonna gonna not lie to anybody. I'm light on notes for this category. Uh, both both categories actually. Okay. One of my favorite parts was how the main character looked like Naomi Osaka. Very much so. And I kept thinking and I kept looking at her like, oh my god, is that Naomi Osaka? And then just because I'm uh, ignorant. I thought it was her, but they have very like I don't know. They're both very pretty, so I pretty people in my mind just kind of men. Ah, pretty people. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, Brianna. Well, you know how like Margot Robbie looks like a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is what I mean by the next year in line. Racist podcasters <laughs> just getting the getting got left and right. We're fucked. Well, speaking of people that look like other people, Adrian Brody's brother was also in this movie. Uh, what did you think of him? He was, uh, I thought he did a good job. He didn't really say a lot, so I can't really say too much about what his dialogue was. But he was there. There was like a, yeah, the romance between him and Naomi was just like, ugh. But that's, that's not what we were talking about. We are talking about favorite parts. Naomi Osaka, favorite part. Another favorite part was when... You find out that um, fake Naomi Osaka transferred from Hawaii to Nebraska because she pushed some girl into a fire because she got a little tipsy. (laughs) Angry tipsy. Yeah, she got tipsy because people were like forcing her to eat dog food and drink booze. And then she just like took it out on the first white girl she saw by accident and like pushed her into a fire. The girl survived, however, so that's good. Uh, But it made Naomi move and her parents broke up, even though she said her parents broke up because her parents just both sucked and they didn't like each other. So there's that whole thing. And when she's explaining to her new Nebraskan friends, like when she finally has to reveal her secret of like, yeah, I pushed some girl into a fire and I was like arrested and then I was acquitted. Um, She was like, I was on a varsity team. And everyone was like, what varsity team? Who did that? What, what did you do? And the girl, <laughs> there was one girl that was like, you were an athlete? <laughs> Wait, you did sports? She was you like, fucking she betrayer? was like, you did sports? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and that was the most shocking thing to her about her pushing this girl into a fire. She was like, you played sports? What the fuck? <sighs> um, <laughs> that was a good part. Um. That was about it. I wasn't very enthusiastic about writing down notes for this movie. I really felt like I didn't need to. 
It kind of just stands on its own, like without any words. It's just a slasher movie. That's actually my favorite part. I wrote down slashing was decent. And that's all. You liked the ankle slashing? The ankle slashing was horrific. And yeah, I did like it. I did like it. <laughs> I liked the throat slashing. I did not like the, the like, scene where they shamed that dude for being addicted to pills and then killed him. I thought that was a weird scene. Yeah. I'm just hopping into least favorite parts, Brianna. Considering they were all smoking drugs... They uh they really judged that poor kid for uh taking pills and it was like obviously he's got something else going on in his mind. Yeah. But they were like, "Oh man." There was a real you do pills. There was a real strange boomer meme. It like you you know you remember memes from back in the day where it would be like <laughs> Do you remember memes from like five years ago where how much time has gone? It would by? be like the it would be like the baby holding a fist. You know what I mean? It would be like it'd be like it would just be like very stock photos yeah, with stock like photo with, with with big block lettering. That was the kind yeah. of memes that were getting sent around, and I was like the ones that we were making last year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last year, maybe you, you, you old bitch. We made memes last year. Yeah, that was us. Not not like that. Not like yes, not like baby memes, not like animal uh animal advice memes. Mm-mm. You did the double Spider Man one, like the Spider Man. No, not thing. no, yeah. that's yeah. fine. That's fine. I'm not talking about that. You, stupid. you don't oh, even okay. get Brownie, you don't even understand memes. We're not gonna get into this. You have no concept of <laughs> memes or what is what is popular in the streets right now. I know what a funny meme you is. You know it's popular in the literal streets because you're walking around as a male person. So if you okay, well, let's get back into your meme thing. <laughs> Least favorite parts. Don't be jealous. I have a job. <laughs> you can't say that anymore. I also have a job. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I lie. I lie. Um, Nazi bong scene. Let's talk about the Nazi bong scene. The who ends up? I think we already discussed it pretty thoroughly. Well, the person who ends up being the killer is the person who owns the Nazi bong memorabilia. Or his dad owns the Nazi Nazi bong memorabilia. No, his dad owns a Nazi memorabilia like collection, and the kid has made everything a bong. Yeah, he turned it into a Nazi bong memorabilia, and then everybody just gets really high, and there's like a montage of people just smoking Nazi bongs, and it was super weird scene. Didn't really seem necessary, and then the very next scene, the kid gets killed because he he likes pills. Um. I didn't enjoy that at all. I, I also, like I mentioned, I didn't enjoy any of the love scenes. There was this one particular scene where they were at the police station because the police were taking statements from everyone because there was a killer on the loose. And... Ali! Ali! And Mi... Mi uh, <laughs> Mikana? Miak... What was... Makani. Makani. Makani and Ali! They uh, they go and they start hooking up, and there's like a, there's a very long scene in the car. It's probably about three minutes long where they're talking, and then they start hooking up, and then they get a text about a party that's going on. Um, Actually, f funny that they got a text about that party, just like they kind of got a text about everything else, and it was it was from Zach, the murderer. So he, he was, he sent out every text in that movie. Uh... 
But so the, he's a busy boy. It was just like a four hour. It was, it was a four minute scene of them just talking. Where instead they could have just went straight from the police station to the party without them. Well, it showed that she was doing it with Ollie, and like that's how they had like that connection. So when they found out that like Ollie was one of the potential killers, where they were like, "Damn, dude, you look real sus," she was like, "Oh my god, I let him put that in me, and now I feel so terrible. He's a murderer." Ollie, <laughs> Ollie, what I can, what I'm referencing Stop. is at the very. It's not what it sounds Ollie! like at all. At the very end of the movie, uh, you'll never find it. <laughs> at the very, it doesn't exist. <laughs> yes, it does. At the very end of the movie, um, Mikani stabs the rich white kid be, uh, after he's like given his like I'm a rich white kid and I'm not sorry about a monologue. Um, she stabs him and he falls to the ground and then she looks over and she goes, "Ali!" <laughs> she runs over to Ollie who's on the ground with also. A massive stab wound. He got stabbed by a Nazi sword. Um, best part about that whole scene was the dad getting stabbed in the head with the Nazi sword, though. That was a... Oh, he got stabbed, like, uh, full on through the that face. Was a vicious stabbing. I think... Did you like the stabbing of the church girl who got it right through, like, the... Oh, wall? that was a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was real... I love my... <laughs> my favorite part about that was... She was like, there's a man and he's in here wearing a mask of my face and he's... He's he's making me record hateful, <laughs> harmful hate speech. <laughs> I thought that was really yeah. good. Um, that's all. That's, what else? What else you got, Brianna? That's really all I have. I don't really have. Um, one of my other least favorite parts goes back to me not liking the title of the movie and why it's called that. At the beginning of the movie, when that first person gets murdered, like you think maybe there is someone sneaking into people's houses and murdering them which would be a totally like fine idea for the movie which is pretty much what screamed did, but like a little different but there's like the whole thing where they set you up with like the egg timer and then the egg timer goes off and you're like oh my god someone's in the house they set the timer and then it goes off again and you're like oh my god they set the timer again and then there's never any other indication that like there's someone sneaking around your house like they just like find them or they die like the girl was in the church that's not a house and he wasn't he just like randomly appeared it wasn't like a lead up of where's the egg timer part it was just like oh there he is that's a good point and to add on to that it (laughs) i lost it i lost it i lost it it well why did why did he kill like there was no mo oh that's what it was there's no motive to the killings like at first you're like oh he's killing people because these people have done horrible things Mm -hmm. but then you find out that like he's just an asshole and his explanation on like those people were doing wrong things and he was like i can't escape my father's name and it's like yeah you could you literally could move somewhere and change your name and no one would find out yeah and you got lots of money to do that so you could literally do that he, I loved his little speech about uh, sociopathy at the end. He's like, does anybody even know what that fucking word means anymore? He's like, if I was a sociopath, I wouldn't be emotionally invested in this. <laughs> that was really good. No, it would mean it wasn't emotionally invested in it. And then he's like, but I love it. And I love to see all of it. And it was like, okay. Yeah. He's cuckoo. He's, cuckoo. he's um, a cuckoo bear. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's a big cuckoo. And um, Care Bears. <laughs> you can't just throw that in now. Oh. <laughs> I am going to try to find a movie where we can highlight that word. <laughs> <laughs> like a specific. <laughs> it's going to be like a foreign film where I'm like, we need to watch this. Uh, anyway. Moneyball. That's pretty much. It's pretty much all for my least favorite parts. Another least favorite part that I didn't like that obviously you weren't supposed to like was when Makani got like gas poured right in her face and it was like, like oh, I I don't like that. I didn't like that at all. It was very, very weird. And I went, oh, yucky. But it all makes sense with the movie. But I was just like, oh, I didn't need to see that. Ollie! It was Ollie! (laughs) That's what she said. She was like, she ratted on that dude and said it was Ollie. Nope. Yeah, she ran it on him hard, and then it was like, no, it wasn't. It all becomes very obvious, like, all at once, who the killer is before they reveal it. And that was kind of a bummer for me. That was ext- that was an extremely large bummer, because by the end there, we were both like, okay, like, it, it's definitely this person. Oh, wait, no, it could definitely be this person. And then outright, they just show the Nazi sword, they show a Nazi bong lighter, like, there's he's like, the only person that's not there like the whole time for like a really long time and you're like oh. yeah they're, they're he's a part of their f- <laughs> friend group and he's there every scene and then in the last he's scene, in he's the not. squad yeah in the last scene he's the only one that's not there and he calls them and he's like yeah the corn maze is on fire and Dave, the Uber driver, was obviously like the biggest decoy, and it was very obvious that it wasn't him. It was extremely obvious that it wasn't it was him, and it extremely terribly obvious. It was <laughs> annoying to me that they didn't wrap him up, like they didn't bring him back in any capacity at the end. It doesn't make any sense. Well, you mentioned that at one point he would like come in maybe save one of them and be like, "Hey, man, that's me." And you do think at one point that. He does pull up into Magani's driveway when she's getting gas poured on her face, but it's actually her annoying friend. Yeah, that she, like, hates. Yeah, the one that was like, you play sports. You play sports? <laughs> that lady was such a bitch. She also- Yeah, and it was like, what? Makani's in good shape. What are you talking about? She looks like an athlete. She's fucking Naomi Osaka. Yeah, I don't know. I just- Yeah, she plays sports. <laughs> you fucking play sports, you bitch? Like, that was the tone. That was 100% the tone. Yeah, bitch was following that, like, phrase. She was like, you play sports? Bitch. 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 <laughs> That's really all I got for the, the movie, though. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think that is the review, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to wrap it up on, on that note, because in terms of a... <laughs> in terms of a political slasher f- film there's there's not really much to go on besides besides the the base level stuff i really wish that they didn't add the john hughes aspect of things they should have just kept it as a straight slasher film but it is based on a book i do understand that it has to stay somewhat um faithful to the source material that makes sense to me well, they could have also just totally changed it and they could have literally wrote based on a book, not like this is the book. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been based on a book and they could have changed it uh, a little discipline to make it more slash. Yeah. I think that if anything, my guy, my guy, my Shazam guy really probably saved it. We got to check out the source material and see how bad it is, Brianna. 
I'm not reading a book. I'm not reading a book either, but we can like we could probably find like a YouTube video about someone who read the book. Huh? Good enough. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. No, no. we're watching Kendomic. All right, that's fair. We got to tell him. We got to hit up Max though. Oh, okay. Max from Doflex or other Max from Doflex. <laughs> I wonder if he made it this far. I'll never know. Um, Brianna, do you have any headlines? I don't. <laughs> you should test yeah. him. <laughs> Test, test, Max. Test, test. We made fun of you for a whole five minutes. Did you pay attention? <clears throat> Do you have any headlines? No, um, not really. There's, I'm just real. Okay, first of all, there's the headlines. I'm excited for, in a morbid way, the Brittany Murphy documentary to come out. Okay, I didn't know that was a thing. I'm very interested in that. It's a two-part, I think, HBO documentary about her death and, like, all the weird mysteries that unravel around it. Okay. And, um, I watched a, a Dune explainer the other day. Well, that's that's in two weeks, my friend. I Well, I'm trying to catch up on it. Because I didn't see the original Dune. I didn't read the book because I just said I wouldn't read this book. So I'm definitely not reading a huge book like that. Okay. Um, so I watched a thing that was like, watch this before you watch Dune. And so I did. And I went, oh, okay. I'm a little into this now. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Okay. All right. Ooh, hey, I got some headlines. Live headlines. I just I just popped on IMDb. I got something. I, this This is actually kind of exciting. Hot off the press. Hot off the presses. Netflix has given a formal series green light to that 90s show. A follow-up to that 70s show starring Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp, a.k.a. Red and Kitty. They're going to play grandparents, and uh, it is going to star the granddaughter of Eric and Donna. Or the daughter of Eric and Donna. Vi Hasn't this been something they've been trying to make for a while? Is that... Did they make this already, or did no, they make that 80s show? they made show? that 80s show, and that was terrible. And that had okay. that had no, there were real, really no ties to, like, that 70s show. But this is just straight up Red and Kitty. Dumbass. Man, dumb, dumbass. I don't know how I feel about that. We'll see. I never watched that 70s show. Like, I'll watch it randomly if it's on TV, and I don't feel like I need to watch them in order. So I know what's going on, but I don't know. I don't know if I need a 90s version without, like, the people in it. Uh, yeah, so far there is no, nobody from that 70s show. Any, like, you know, the cast members are gonna be in it. But I'm sure it's some, Netflix money, baby. They're, there's Netflix money going around. Somebody's gonna end up in that show. Except, mm -hmm. except Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson will never, ever, ever end up in that show. Do you think after the ranch, they were like, what what show can we think of that doesn't have Danny Masterson in it? <laughs> oh, that 90s show. Perfect, perfect. There's also a Katherine Hahn. What do you think of the Katherine Hahn uh, WandaVision spinoff? You excited for that? What? WandaVision spinoff <laughs> starring Katherine Hahn. I didn't know that was happening. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. That's a thing, girl. I live under a rock. That's a girl. That's a thing, girl. What do you think? Agatha Harkness getting her own series. I hope it's as good as WandaVision. I imagine it, like, why wouldn't it be? But 
I don't know. I don't know enough about Agatha. That's exactly the point. You know, they always do this, and the, and then and then I go, oh, that's gonna that sounds terrible. I don't want to watch that, and and then it's really good. So that's probably where. Yeah, I'm but go. that's not how I felt about any of their shows so far. I'm like, okay, well, except for what if? What if I was like, uh, all right. Well, you don't like cartoons. <laughs> I love cartoons. I just I'm not. I don't know. There's too much. I don't need to be confused about my MCU, and I feel like if I watch What If too much, they'll. They'll go into my mind and they'll melt together and then I'll be confused forever because I won't know which one was the real one and which one was the one from What If. No, you should definitely watch What If. 100%. I thought you didn't like What If. Uh, it ended up it ended up kind of coming together and it ended up being a bit of a linear storyline and not all one-offs. So it was pretty decent. Oh, so when you told me I don't need to, I don't need to, they don't all connect. Oh, no, they they, de- they definitely connect, do. and there's definitely going to be... Okay, so you lied to yeah, me. Yeah, Multiverse of Madness is definitely going to be some stuff from this, this in it. Okay. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, all right, Brandon, let's get the fuck out of here, huh? Let's go watch some Ken Domic. Yeah. Don't be such a bitch, okay? I'm sorry. You'll... Just just go watch it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. Check us out on Instagram. Next week, we are going to watch... It's a surprise. I don't know yet. We're going to talk... <laughs> Me and Brown are going to talk about it. We got some spooky things that... We got some spooky things in the works. And also, there are some movies that aren't spooky that we would like to record soon. But it is October, so we're going to try to stay faithful. But we'll see what we can do. All right. It's only oct- it's the beginning of October too. It's not like we're even that far in. We're like, oh man, we're sick of spooky movies already. No, 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 no. But we have been watching spooky movies for the last few weeks. Uh, I'm not sick of them yet. Obviously, uh, but... The Guilty was not a spooky movie. It was spooky how bad. It was. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye, Brianna. Bye. Bye, beans. Bye.